Hi, it's Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome to this week's episode for Mental Health Month. Today, I'm going to be speaking about how you deal with anger and frustration. If you think about it, this is actually a bit of a complex issue. Can you tell the difference when you feel angry or frustrated by something that may happen in your life on a daily? So something gets canceled, something gets changed, something you miss out on, versus longer issues or more systemic issues. I'm making this distinction because I think it's really important, particularly for Black, Brown, Indigenous peoples. There's often a tendency in the larger society, in the media, and also by some white people to try to gaslight people of color when they feel angry or frustrated by some issue that has happened, whether that is a killing or some other form of systemic racial oppression. And I just want you to know that your feelings are real. Our feelings have emerged out of over 400 years of systemic racial oppression and are rooted in stereotypes and negative perceptions of black and brown people. I wanted to share something that I have been reading lately. I am going through The Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit by Queen Afua. And in the book, she talks about the 42 laws of MAT, and that's M-A-A-T. And it's based on the Nubian Kemetic ancestors. And there are 42 laws, which I guess you could say are similar to the Ten Commandments, but they really are designed to inspire personal responsibility and accountability and to embody our inner divinity. And one of the 42 laws is, I will not be wrathful and angry except for a just cause. I will not be wrathful and angry except for a just cause. I thought it would be important to share that tenet with everyone in this episode because I want you to begin to acknowledge and distinguish where your anger and or frustration may be coming from. This is because the first step towards healing is to acknowledge the systemic racial trauma, stress, anger, pain, frustration that you may be experiencing and recognizing how it can impact your feelings, your thinking, your actions, and your interactions with others. And again, I'm making this distinction between anger and frustration at injustice and racism and oppression and bias compared to anger or frustration that may come from things that happen in your daily routine. That said, it's still important to be thinking about how is it that you are healing yourself from anger and frustration and how you are able to 
navigate your way through it in the moment. So here are some tips and ideas that I would like to share with you. First, there is power in the pause. And again, the more that you are able to understand what is triggering you, the easier it will become for you to be able to pause before you react to a situation or to someone. It's really important to take a moment to notice and think about what is it that is triggering your anger or triggering your frustration. Take some time to breathe. Take some time to count. Maybe it's counting to three. Sometimes it might be counting to five, and sometimes it might be counting to 10. Taking that pause can give yourself some emotional distance between you and your anger or frustration trigger. You can also find ways to change your surroundings. In the moment, it's okay to pause. It's okay to take a time out. It's okay to go to a different space. If you are in a difficult or challenging conversation with someone, it's okay to say, you know what, I need to take a minute or maybe even five minutes to just breathe through and come back to a more grounded place. Thinking about how you can get outside, get into nature, get some fresh air, change your surroundings, change your mindset. Then we can think about not just when you're in the moment, but also what are the ways that you process your anger and your frustration in healthy ways. So you really do want to release because the more that you stuff and suppress anger and frustration, the more likely it is that it can come out in moments that you really may not want them to do that. That's when it can lead to explosive comments or explosive reactions. So when you feel that you are able to get to a place of processing, don't keep it bottled up. Do some journaling, write it down. I've often shared with clients, get a pillow, beat into the pillow, use your breath, breathe deeply. Maybe scream into a pillow, finding ways to release the anger so that it does not stay bottled up inside. And also finding ways to release that energy in a way that does not cause harm to yourself or to others. Finding ways to allow it to pass up and to pass out of you without causing more negative consequences. How is it that you can get your body moving? Any form of body movement, whether that's walking, whether that's running, whether that's swimming, whether that's playing a sport, some way of releasing that energy, not just from your mind, but also from your body. Even you might consider taking a shower or taking a bath, allowing the water to actually wash away those feelings of anger and frustration. There's also a great suggestion to move your body through dancing, putting on music with a great beat and just dancing it out, getting that energy out of your body, 
and allowing it to be released. The other aspect of this that I have mentioned is beginning to better identify what are your triggers for anger and frustration. So in addition to perhaps journaling the frustration itself, like I'm frustrated, I'm angry, all of those thoughts, also beginning to ask yourself, what led me to feel this anger? What led me to feeling this frustration? Because the more that you are able to identify the triggers, then you can be able to problem solve and begin to think about how you might avoid those triggers or avoid those situations. And lastly, it's very important to be vulnerable enough to ask for help. You do not need to do this alone. Asking for help is a form of strength. So whether that support be a trusted friend or advisor or a coach or a therapist, finding ways to be able to articulate and verbalize what's going on with you to someone who can hold space for you and who will not judge you for what it is that you are feeling and who will not negate or invalidate your emotions. So those are some tips and ideas to help you deal with anger and frustration. Knowing that these feelings are real and in many cases are warranted. So begin to think about how can you better process and manage anger and frustration and how can you get it out? That's all for me for now. We'll be speaking again soon. Start within to finish strong. Your mental health is essential to your overall health and well-being. Living a healthy lifestyle and including mental health tools to help you thrive may not seem easy, but it can be achieved if you gradually make small changes and build on your successes. Seeking help to improve your mental health is a sign of strength, not weakness, and I would love to help you do it. You can visit my website, startwithincoaching.com. At the top, click Start Here, so you can schedule your complimentary activation call. We can talk all about what's going on in your life right now, where you are in your mental health journey, and where you would like to be. So go to startwithincoaching.com, click start here to start your journey within. Thank you.